Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast wrestling edition Royal Rumble recap the road to WrestleMania is in full swing. We got the L7C captain with us Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I'm always ready to talk some wrestling. We got the wrestling expert Mr. Jacob Mason. How are you doing today, sir? Uh I'm I'm doing all right. I'm glad I'm still being called the wrestling expert after this past weekend. <laughs> so, but I'm, but I'm doing good. Doing good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, before we elaborate on what Jacob means on that, the Royal Rumble just took place this past Saturday, and it broke a lot of records uh, financially. Um, all-time gate record, more than seven point seven million. Uh, viewership saw a 52% increase set from last besides last year, like revenue, merchandise sales were up 135% while sponsorship revenue was up 200%. What do you guys think about these Royal Rumble record highs? Uh, over 20 million viewers across all WWE platforms for the Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn stuff. And over 26.5 million views across WWE and Logan Paul's platforms for the um, spot with Logan and Ricochet. So what do y'all think about these? Royal Rumble was a hit financially. I was going to say it was, but I wonder if it was because they thought a certain someone was going to show up. And that's why (laughs) ticket sales increased, viewership increased. and all that increase. I mean, I enjoyed the pay-per-view from top to bottom. I thought it was an excellent show. Uh, Triple H's first Royal Rumble under his creative leadership. So I think he did a great job. So I can see why everything increased because they want to see what is Triple H going to do in the Royal Rumble. And I think he did a good job. It's funny how you said that because right here from Forbes, in addition to strong live events, WWE's ratings have been excellent through the Triple H era. With Monday Night Football out of the way, WWE Raw, uh, the 30th anniversary, garnered 2.34 million viewers, the highest numbers in years. SmackDown continues to trend around 2.4 million. So, yeah. Jacob, what do you think about hearing all of these stats for the Royal Rumble? And like Byron said, Triple H's first one at the Creative Home. I, I think that's I think that's the biggest thing right there is the fact that Triple H is at the helm. We have seen a complete uptick of WWE products since Triple H has taken over creative. I think this just goes to show how good he is at what he does. Agree, agree. And there was no no pre-show matches. I think that's the first time in a long time there wasn't some just like random, random match. yeah, random <laughs> match. Like they had the whole hour pre-show, which is fine. And then you get the tweet around like seven fifty-nine that the men's Royal Rumble is starting the show. What, uh, Jacob? What was your first thoughts hearing that the men's Royal Rumble was starting the show? I was like, well. I'm pretty sure uh, my two-year prediction is now wrong. As soon as, soon as they started out with the Metro Rumble, I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, There's no good way of this ending. 
And then I'm running, I'm running all of the scenarios through my head. Like, all right, theoretically, if The Rock does not show up, how are they going to work him into the WrestleMania storyline? What are we going to do? And the whole time, just like, yeah, this ain't fucking happening. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Byron, what did you think when you, you saw, you're like, man, men are starting first. Yeah, we were watching it together at your house, and I looked at you, I was like, the men's Royal Rumble is starting first. That means either A, some big shit is happening in the men's, and they're just trying to get it out the way to kill suspense and all that, or B, something big is happening in the main event, and the main event's going to be um, Roman versus KO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was B, which we'll dive into later in the episode, but I was nervous, like, what the hell is about to happen? Are my predictions about to be wrong, like Jacob was thinking, but I had a different prediction than he did. But yeah, I was like, holy shit, something big is about to happen. (laughs) So we get into the Royal Rumble men's. First person up is Gunter. Second person is Sheamus. Obviously, if you watch that pay-per-view earlier where they had their match of the year quality match, you got excited seeing those two being the first two. Oh, yeah. Gunter did his thing in the Royal Rumble overall. But like you said, I was like, oh, shit. They're about to beat the hell out of each other for five minutes until the next number three comes in. And they did. They beat the hell out of each other for five minutes until number three came in. Yeah, number three, Miz, then Kofi, Johnny. You don't get your first real, like, oh, things might change until number 12. Brock Lesnar comes out early. So in my head, I was like, if Brock Lesnar's coming out at 12, who the hell do they have at the end of the show? And then you had Bobby come right after Brock, and it's looking like they're going to WrestleMania. Jacob, how do you feel now about this uh, Brock-Bobby rivalry has actually been continuing? So I'm kind of torn on it because uh, I really want to see Brock versus Gunther at Mania. I really want to see that match. But I do like how Brock is putting over Bobby Lashley right now. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the job. And that's, well, let's face it, that's good shit. Brock Lesnar being eliminated by Bobby, too. So you keep going down. You really don't have any. You have Booker T. Booker T was one of the uh, didn't expect it to come in. He didn't last very long. And then you have the return of Edge. Edge comes back, obviously gets a big pop. He goes right after Judgment Day. He's taking them out. And then 29 was Logan Paul, who, again, another person that people didn't suspect. And then 30. It was obvious it was Cody. So my question for you guys is usually the Royal Rumble is one of those things like who's coming back, who's surprises, yada, yada. Not many. It was, again, mostly the main male roster. How, Byron, I'll start with you. How do you feel about that, that most of the men's was just the people who were on day in, day out? I actually like that a lot because it's putting more focus on hey, we got these superstars that can maybe one day carry the show for us. 
So I like that it was mostly the main roster guys. You didn't have your NXT call-ups, which I would have liked to see a few NXT call-ups. Um, but besides the point, um, I like that it was just Booker T coming back for just that one legend spot. And then Logan Paul, we knew he was going to return because he's under contract at some point. But I didn't expect him to return at the Rumble because I know he tore both his ACLs and that requires some serious healing. and. He came in, did a high spot with the Ricochet where they both jumped off the top rope and crashed into each other. So his ACL is doing pretty well if you can do that. But I like that it was just the main roster guys. Jacob, what are you? How are you feeling about mostly being the main roster and not that many surprises? I I loved it. I loved it because I mean, we we we've all said it for years on the podcast. Uh, we need to shine the light on the main roster. We need to shine the light on who we have. We need to quit with this part-timer bullshit and focus on what we have. And they did that. I mean, Booker T came in just because it was San Antonio. That was the only mm-hmm. reason he was there. Fine, whatever. In and out, done. No no big deal. Came in, did his thing. That's that. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the fact we just focused on WWE Pretty much just full-time guys. I mean, Brock, you know, being the exception to that, but that's fine. Brock did the job. So I can't complain about anything right now. I mean, Logan Paul, I mean, let's be honest. The, anytime that guy shows up to a show and does anything, he takes the spotlight and he runs with it and he does such a good job. Agreed. I I agree with you guys. I think the only thing I would change is I don't like them posting the pictures on Twitter. And this is from the official WWE account where they basically have almost everyone in there. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do think that takes away from the surprises. Because it's like yeah. once you start doing the math, you're like, oh, Cody's going to be 30. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't like that. Like, I don't like you posting like the picture of these are everyone in the Royal Rumble, and you only see like two blank spaces. Like it takes away from like that surprise. Because obviously, if you think about when you were younger, you didn't know who the hell was coming out and mm-hmm. who was really in, except for like the few big stars who would announce they're in the Rumble. That'd be my only change. But I agree with you guys. And yeah, all just that. with the Cody thing, I think they could have had a much bigger pop if they had not announced him yes. entering like two weeks before the rumble. I think they should have kept that as a surprise. And then boom, here comes Cody Rhodes at number 30 would have got a way, way bigger pop than he did. Yeah. But if, if if they were going to do that, they needed to definitely cut back all like the commercial promo things they were doing for Cody. Mm -hmm. They were running Mm -hmm. a load of those. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. And speaking with Cody, he comes in number 30. And we talked about Brock and Bobby. Uh, so you can already see WrestleMania matches getting set up. Brock, Bobby, Edge, and Judgment Day are not done. And then you get to the final four. Cody, Gunter, Seth, and Logan Paul. Gunter, he lasted basically the whole Royal Rumble. He set a record for longest in the regular Royal Rumble matches. Obviously, mm-hmm. the overall one is Daniel Bryan because he lasted the longest at the greatest 
Royal Rumble, but he was in there forever, and he not just was in the final four, he was in the final two. I know Byron a long time ago, like the change from Walter to Gunter, you weren't a fan of it, but they have protected him very well, and you can tell, like, obviously Cody won, he's going to WrestleMania, but Gunter was the biggest winner of the night almost. Yeah, I wasn't, I was very vocal about them changing his name from Walter to Gunter, but they have done very well with protecting him and making him look like this mega superstar. Um, he's still the Intercontinental Champion. He's been like Intercontinental Champ for like 200 plus days. Yeah. Um, so they've been protecting him very well. Like his name is actually starting to grow on me now. I don't mind calling him Gunter. I don't but think he's, he's been pinned since he's been called up. Yeah, I don't think he has either. Yeah. Um, but he they made him look like such a superstar in the rumble, lasting like over an hour from the number one spot going to the final two. It excellent, excellent booking that they've 71 minutes and 42 seconds exact. That's how long mm-hmm. he was in the match. Jacob, what did you think? Because obviously you saw with him being in that long, you know there's bigger plans for him down the road. Yeah, 100 percent Now. I, I love what they were doing with Gunther. Now, I want to ask both of you guys a question. When it came down to Cody and Gunther, were you guys, like, pulling for Gunther to win at all? There, yes. there was some, Yeah, and there were some spots, too, where I was like, oh, is he actually going to win? Like, I was just thinking about it because I'm like, from a, cause from a Roman perspective, Roman has the entire bloodline. At least Gunter has Imperium so he could take people out. Like those two could go. If you wanted to do a full changing of the guard, you could have the Imperium beat the Usos for the titles and then Roman beats and then Gunter beats Roman. Like you had mm-hmm. a whole different ship. So when I started thinking like that, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense because like Cody, he's going to fight six. Well, maybe not six anymore. But at the time before the main event, six people alone. That wasn't going to work. Yeah. So there were times I was like, Gunter versus Roman. Roman can't just bully Gunter because Gunter's about the life. So mm-hmm. there were times. Yeah. This in, in, our, in my house, me and my wife watching it, we were, I mean, it, when it came down to the end, we were pulling for Gunther. Like, I was like, dude, Dark Horse didn't see it coming. You know, I guess that the Rock's not showing up. Cody's the obvious choice. Uh, but I'm like, Fucking, let's go Gunther. Also, I mean, I'll, I'll put you guys on my mindset. Uh, Rey Mysterio not coming out. Mm-hmm. Part of me at the very end was like, are they going to pull like what they did with a Becky Lynch mm-hmm. where Lana got injured and then she came in? I was like, oh, I wonder if The Rock's going to come out. Is it going to happen? I don't know, trying to save my two-year prediction like a fucking parlay on DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's just so... Um, and then Cody wins. He And it's the first time, like, number one and number 30 were the final two in the Men's Royal Rumble, which is mm-hmm. crazy. At first, the way it was looking, especially when they had the stare down, I was like, all right, final two is going to be Cody and Seth. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul eliminates... Seth Rollins, who a lot of people recently, especially Kurt Angle, have talked about. 
he is WWE's MVP because he does everything. Mm -hmm. And he's wrestling every night and all that stuff. And it's looking like Logan versus Seth because Seth was denied this championship opportunity. The only person who has not did not lose to Roman Reigns during Roman Reigns' thing. Jacob versus you. Are we feeling Logan versus Seth that that's where they're really going to go? Dude, I, I don't care who the hell Logan Paul faces. I do not care. I just want to watch Logan Paul wrestle. He's that good. Let's let's be completely honest. He's the best celebrity wrestler WWE has ever had. I'm going out there and I'm stating that now. I I, I can't say that because dude was a wrestler in like high school. Like I'm still yeah. I'm a, I'm a still sticking. Like when I think celebrity, it's someone who no athletic anything, no wrestling, no nothing. That's why I'll I'll always go like Bad Bunny. Yeah. Fuck okay, it. Give me Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul. Fuck, give me Bad Bunny versus Ricochet. Because talk about the that was the spot of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like Cody winning was cool and everything, but let's be honest. The spot that Logan and Ricochet did stole the show. And it, in my until opinion, the, that, until the end of the night. Yeah, until the end of the night. But damn, dude, like Spot of the Rumble, that 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 was awesome yeah. what they did. Colliding midair. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are they doing? Like, are they just gonna jump in and then like punch each other? No, they're gonna hit each other midair. That was they, sick as hell. They went full anime, anime on that. And I would um mm-hmm. so Byron, what do you think? Logan Seth, you okay with that? Oh yeah. Um, at first, the rumor was going to be like Logan versus John Cena or John Cena versus Austin Theory, which could still happen. It it could still happen, but I would much rather see Logan versus Seth Rollins and then John Cena versus Austin Theory. So let's go with that plan. Triple H, if you're, I will say too that well, Seth needs to get a title. He needs to get the main title sooner or later. It's it's overdue now for for him. So. Let's hold on. I'm going to interrupt here. Seth is in a Drew McIntyre situation. Right guy, wrong time. Uh, I think, yeah, well, it's true. But I think your thing's dead now because your thing was for The Rock. So now anyone can be the right person. Uh, That's true. It's Jacob. Now we got you were wrong, man. We tried to warn you. <laughs> Two years of this rock nonsense. <laughs> Dude wasn't even in the built. He wasn't even in the state. The no. only thing I found really strange is at, at that like post show press conference thing. Mm-hmm. He got brought up. Oh yeah, trip yeah to Triple H. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and Triple H talked about him. Like I don't know. Part of me, and like I said, just probably because I've been holding on to this shit for two years now. Part of me is still like has this like little tiny ember of hope. That I'll just be right. It's not even that I want the rock to show up. It's I just I just want to be right. It's completely <laughs> off. That that is the only reason. And a part of me is like, I just kind of find it funny that like oh, I got brought up and trip trips was like smiling about it. You know, like part of me is like, what's going on here? I mean, but, he was brought up the night before on Friday. I mean, on that day when uh, Roman was on Jimmy Fallon. And they were bringing mm-hmm. him up, and he's like, well, he says he's not in wrestling shape, even though he works out every day. But I guess wrestling is different than just pumping iron. But, Jake, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. man, Cody's ruined your stuff, man. He's discrediting you. You didn't say he, he was coming back. 
<laughs> I just swapped multiple times there. <laughs> he, ain't he ain't gonna win the Royal Rumble. This motherfucker, like, he might as well be the NBA of my gambling life because I constantly lose on NBA picks and I constantly lose on Cody Rhodes picks. Oh, wow. I just get every time. <laughs> and you're probably gonna say he's not gonna beat Roman, and I don't, I don't know. Hey, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. I don't even know what to bet on that because. No matter what I say, the opposite's going to happen. <laughs> but the men's, <laughs> the men's wins. I can say Roman's going to win and Cody will win. It doesn't matter. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so the men's Royal Rumble ends, and then uh, you have the Mountain Dew match, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. I would say, obviously we all knew Bray Wyatt was going to win. There is no chance in hell LA Knight was going to win. But I will say, I told Byron when we were watching together, I do love how Triple H has brought the real LA Knight. Like, he put LA Knight in this main event-ish spot to be Bray's first televised match again. So I do like how they're utilizing LA Knight again. Agreed. Yeah, but besides that, Bray looked scary. Uncle Howdy jumped off the thing. Then LA Knight died. (laughs) (laughs) okay now i i want to say my two cents on this uh i really had no hope for this match i was like this is going to be a fucking glorified commercial the whole time it was just mountain dew pitch black advertised everywhere Mm -hmm. and like the whole time we were laughing about it like hey do you know mountain dew's coming back out with pitch black did you know that hey mountain dew's coming out with pitch black did you guys know that the whole time we're laughing about it here and uh but this match, honestly, I thought this match was fucking cool. For something I had no hopes for, I fucking love this match. Like, I like, I want a pitch black match every fucking week. Like, give me cosmic bowling of wrestling. I love this. It's amazing. I love the face paint. I love it all. It looks good. Why don't you have anything yeah. to add? Bray Wyatt does very great character work. Like, when you first, he just like, when he first comes out, just normal Bray Wyatt. And then as soon as the lights go out, boom, he's like in this scary ass makeup. I'm like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> and then he just wrestles a great match between him and LA Knight. And then at the end of the match, he like puts on this like different persona with the mask and looks scary as shit and continues to beat the shit out of LA Knight. And then boom, here comes Uncle Howdy jumping off a 10 foot story, killing LA Knight. The whole experience was amazing like i'm so excited to see what else bray wyatt does and yeah, what la Knight does because they're both over yeah i'll be real interested to see what they how to utilize bray wyatt in wrestlemania uh you then go to the women's uh title match for all women's uh, alexa bliss going with uh bianca belair uh bianca belair surpassing 300 days as champion um they have their they have their wrestling match. Bianca goes over as expected. Alexa Bliss, though, you have the Uncle Howdy, all the Bray stuff happening. Sooner or later, that's going to turn. Uh, anything else you guys want to add to this? Congratulations to Bianca Belair for going to 300 days. I really, really want her to go to 365, which I think she will because of what they did on Raw yesterday yeah, with the we'll Elimination talk. Chamber. No more contendership match, but congratulations, Bianca. Definitely wondering when Alexa is going to turn because in that video, 
Uncle Howdy said, do you feel in charge? I'm like, mm, apparently not anymore. So we'll see what's going on. Jacob, what do you think of Bliss and Belair? Yeah, I, I honestly, when it came to the match itself, I really didn't care that much about it, just in general. Uh, the ending of the match was better than the match itself, in my opinion. I like the whole Uncle Howdy thing. I want to see where this goes with Alexa Bliss. I like the storytelling. But the match itself, like, hey, it, it was a match. They did their thing. And congrats to Bianca for winning. And that's about it. I ain't got shit else for it. Yeah. I, every time I watch Alexa Bliss in this thing, it, I feel torn because obviously I want Bianca to win because, I mean, she was one of my predictions from a long time ago whether she'd be in the stage. But I always just feel bad for Alexa because ever mm-hmm. since that SummerSlam where Ronda almost broke her arm, she's not had a main title so i'm glad that she's been able to been in this contendership but their feud is over i don't think so you think they're gonna have another match not like it's not gonna be like the next match but i think once alexa allegedly turns i think you can run back a lot of matches because you're gonna have uh corrupted alexa bliss Mm. yeah you know and I, I think you could run that back easily. I think that'd be a great SummerSlam match if you have corrupted Alexa Bliss versus Bianca. The thing is, I, I don't I, think I, Bianca's going to be... Bianca. I don't know if Bianca's going to be champ by then. Well, mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think in the future, I think that's definitely a match that can happen. So then we go to the women's Royal Rumble match where neither of those women were there. And just a... Interesting thing, too, because she was not there as well. Charlotte, this is the first Royal Rumble. Well, Becky and Bailey were in there, but no Charlotte in this Royal Rumble. And she's been in the final three, final two every time. She wasn't on the card, which I found very interesting. But Rhea and Liv Morgan came out at number one. And two, and Lord and behold, they were the final two, which that is crazy. What did you guys just some spots? The people who were in it, obviously, Bailey and Becky are still feuding, and they took it to a whole another level this past Monday, getting personal. What did you guys think of the women's Royal Rumble? I thought it was a, a good Royal Rumble match for the women. Congratulations to Rhea for winning. Congratulations to her and Liv for making it from number one and two to going all the way to being the final two. I don't think that's ever been done in Royal Rumble history. No. Um, I did call Asuka coming back as Dark Asuka. You did. And, and she, she was looked, in the final three. Final three. She looks scary as hell. I'm like, okay. I'm very intrigued to see what they do with her character because... She looked scary on Saturday and she looked scary on Monday Night Raw. Um, I like how uh, Michelle McCool uh, was one of most spots for her because uh, she said before the Royal Rumble, they, oh, they haven't contacted me and I don't know if I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then her music, well, beginning of the show, they like panned her and she's like in the audience with her kids and whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. She's there because it's Undertaker's home state, whatever. And then, like, her music plays during the Royal Rumble, and she gets out of the crowd and comes in and wrestles. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, Lena Vega cosplaying as one of the Street Fighter characters. I thought that was cool. Um, 
Becky, Bailey, can't wait to see what they do with their feud. I like their interaction during the match. And the biggest surprise of the (laughs) Women's Royal Rumble is Chelsea Green coming. Well, well, Chelsea Green coming in and getting eliminated in like three seconds. I knew she was coming back. Didn't know she was going to get eliminated that fast. So we'll see what they do with her. And then Nia Jax coming back at 30 was not, that was not on my bingo board for 2023. She has vehemently said, yeah, I'm not going back to WWE anytime soon. The money must be good <laughs> uh, for well, uh, whatever they offer her to come back. Must be good for her to come back. <laughs> I was going to say, as um, Dragon Ball expert Mitch said, what happened to the OnlyFans money? Something must have ran out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But Jacob, how did you feel with, like Byron said, Nia Jax at number 30? That's a shock return. Yeah, I, I didn't see it coming. I didn't. She gets like straight up like Nia Jax came back. I'm like, oh, this is straight up Tamina Snuka vibes right here. <laughs> like when Tamina showed up, like, here we go. We need the big strong woman to come in here and act tough for five minutes. And then Nia came out and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. We need a big strong woman to act tough for five minutes. Here we go. Brown was like, shocked though. She's like, I'm back, bitches. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, is Nia's back. Okay. I mean, I love how they even mentioned, like, oh, look at Nia Jax. She gave Becky Lynch a concussion. And I'm just like, no, we're <laughs> picking up right where we left off with her. Hey, you guys remember Nia where she just obliterated Becky Lynch's face? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's back. All right. But I I like the Women's Royal Rumble. It was a fun match. Um, the out, like, honestly, like, the outfits are on fucking point. Mm-hmm. Like, the women literally went all out on a lot of their, like, wrestling outfits and. Dude, they 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 were hype. Even Blandy McBlanderson had a great wrestling outfit. I'll give her that. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm complimenting her. I also laugh my ass off like when I see Naya and Raquel face off with each other, and I'm just like, and it was dumb because Naya <laughs> did call like everyone like pile up on Naya, and then Naya jumps up and everyone flies 37 feet throughout the fucking arena. And then, like, three seconds later, they just act like Raquel Rodriguez just didn't get, like, thrown 57 feet by fucking Nia Jax. She just shows up like, hey, what's up? I'm Raquel. <laughs> I'm Nia. Let's have a face-off. Like, you just got obliteratedly thrown because Nia jumped up. Like, that was dumb. That was dumb writing. Like, if she was in the corner, it'd make more sense. But that didn't make any sense to me. I thought that shit was dumb. I also don't care about either of them at this point. So <laughs> just think about for the fact that Rhea came in at number one and one, and like literally, must, she must have healed because she got speared by Beth Phoenix right after, like during oh, the men's yeah. Rumble. But like the final five were Raquel, Liv, Rhea, Asuka, and Nikki Cross, and Ripley took out Rodriguez, and Morgan took out Cross. So the final three were Oscar, Ripley, and Morgan. I will say with Raquel, though, it makes sense because they were in San Antonio. And I even, from the My Hero person we have, Andrea, she sent it to me how, like, the local papers and stuff were 
hyping it up that she was in the Royal Rumble and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And I well, would what they say if you want to go to sleep, watch a Raquel match. Wow, <laughs> she's a hometown hero. They don't they don't write about episodes about hometown heroes. <laughs> but I will want to talk more about Liv though, because obviously we've been very supportive of Liv when she won Money in the Bank, when mm-hmm. she uh, won the title, when she got screwed, how she lost the title, really never got a rematch. She even said like. The year before, she was at the shortest person in. Mm-hmm. So she went from the shortest to being tied with the longest, with Rhea being there over an hour. So it still shows that well, at least Triple H and them still believe in Liv Morgan. And they're still, she's still in a pretty, I don't think she's at the very, very top yet, but she's still in a like good, prominent position. Good. She needs to be because the way she lost that title was horrendous. And I will never. Forgive Vince or Ronda for that. <laughs> Jacob, what do you think from Liv going from shortest time a year ago to tied for the longest ever? I love it because it it, it shows that they're at least listening to the fans mm-hmm. and the fans are behind Liv and they're still making her look strong and still making her look good. So I'm happy with it. Uh, Byron, were you surprised that you brought it up that Ronda Rousey was not in the Rumble? Yes, because she lost um, the title to Charlotte on a random Friday night before the year ended. So I thought she would try to win it again like she did last year. But we haven't heard from Ronda. I forgot what day that was in Friday, that Friday in December. But we haven't heard from her since then. So I don't know what they're doing with her. I don't know if she's going to have a WrestleMania match. To come back and challenge somebody. I don't know. what I. I don't care, honestly. <laughs> Whatever Ronda does, go for it. If she wants to stay away for another two years because the fans don't like her, I'm okay with that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, he's still not here, but... Wait, before we do, I do want to shout out one thing. Mm-hmm. Triple H, thank you for listening to the fans and renaming Dewdrop back to Piper. Oh, Nibbins. yeah! We thank oh, yeah. you. Yeah! And Hell I did... Yeah. I did tell uh, Byron, I didn't know if you knew this, Jacob, but the reason that Piper was gone for a while is because she had serious COVID, like the life-death type. Oh, shit. I didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Hey, Piper, welcome back. Glad you're over the coof. And uh, I don't know. Piper was a a good one to come in. Like I I I really thoroughly enjoyed the women's Royal Rumble. I actually liked it better than the men's. I like the way they ended it. I like all three on the, the apron. I like the little shit Rhea did to kick out Asuka. And then uh, that move Liv Morgan selling. Yeah, the yes. way she took out Liv, <laughs> Liv sold the shit out of it. That was awesome. It's great. Yeah, because I, I agree. Because you had the point where that final three, I mean, the men's final three was Cody, Gunter, and Logan. We knew Logan Paul was going to win the Rumble. Like, but those, right. those three women, like, they were all on the edge. You're like, this could go either way, and you could even mm-hmm. build more storylines for it because Liv could just be like, you wouldn't have won the Rumble if Asuka didn't spray stuff in my face. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can do a whole thing with that, too, but you're right, Jacob. Like, they executed that very, very well, and we can go into these picks. Real- and Rhea came out on Monday, and I, I was shocked. She picked Charlotte. 
were you shocked? Because I I was. I was shocked because I thought they were setting up the Bianca versus Rhea thing since they didn't get their match at SummerSlam because Rhea was injured slash sick. So I thought, all right, we'll give it to you at WrestleMania. But I was very, very surprised that she called out Charlotte. She said, at the end of WrestleMania, I'm walking away with your title. I'm like, okay, which sets up a storyline for when Charlotte won the Royal Rumble and called out her. So WrestleMania 36. WrestleMania 36 and Rhea lost, so maybe this is a changing of the guard. We'll see when it comes to April 1st or April 2nd, whichever night they're going on. Jacob, what do you think of Rhea picking Charlotte? I loved it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was not the obvious pick. Mm-hmm. It was it was a nice little swerve. And then we're going we're gonna to run back, like you guys said, we're going to run back WrestleMania 36. And we were all pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. We all hated the fact that Charlotte beat Rhea. But it did come out that even though they didn't have to pick her, it came out that she beat her because Rhea was at, it was during COVID and Rhea was having visa issues. True. So yeah, that I, did I, come I out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care one bit. Damn it, Rhea should have won. Hey, I agree. And Shayna Baszler should have beat Becky at WrestleMania. And so she should have. <laughs> They both yep. died that day. It's just Rhea's been reborn in Judgment Day. It took yep. three years. Yeah. It took three years in Dominic Mysterio. Ain't that crazy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Don, dude, Dominic Mysterio, we all shit on him. Yeah, he is a fucking terrible wrestler, especially compared to Logan Paul. But goddamn, his storyline telling heelness shit that he's doing is fucking mint. It is so it good. Is, it is. Which also brings up a point. Because his number was called right after Ray Mysterio was supposed to enter. I think they were like 16 and 17 or 17 mm-hmm. and 18. And he comes out in Ray Mysterio's mask. We're like, holy shit, he jumped right before the Royal Rumble. Like, are they going to set up a him versus Ray match at WrestleMania? Well, I feel the... like Ray hasn't won in like 10 years, man. He just keeps taking L's. He does. He Yeah, he does. <laughs> But, like, is he going to put over Dom at WrestleMania, or are you finally going to get nah, right. I mean, freaking Michael Cole called Dominic a piece of shit. He did. You know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's talk about that really quick. Speaking of commentary, Pat McAfee's back. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Which was a massive surprise to everyone, mm-hmm. uh, even the commentating team from everything I read. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was pretty fucking cool. I mean, McAfee's back. That's always good shit. Yeah, that was good. It made sense because college football's over. But then, like, like you said, Cole and them had no idea, so that was genuine shock. So that was that was really cool. My thing with Rhea picking Charlotte is: Are we looking at the end of Judgment Day then? And is Rhea going to still be the same if she wins? Because all of Judgment Day is going to go to SmackDown. Nah, mm, that's true. Nah. You probably have. Like Finn and Damian Priest on um, Raw, and then Dom and Rhea on SmackDown. They might still call themselves Judgment Day, just like, oh, we're gonna be Judgment Day, we're gonna take over Raw, and then this side of Judgment Day is gonna try to take over SmackDown, which would be cool to see. That's true. I would also I mean, think- I, go ahead. You Jacob. cannot split up Rhea and Dominic Mysterio. You can't fucking do it. No, no. Dominic is such a good heater. 
You mm-hmm. cannot, you cannot split them up. All the shit they've done, the Thanksgiving crashes, the Christmas crashes, Dominic going to jail, and now he's just a sh- fucking shanking everyone type <laughs> dude. <laughs> you cannot split those two up. They're fucking money together. I would say too, like, and I was telling Byron, I was like, even, I mean, I, I do think 2023 is going to be built up and end at WrestleMania next year of Charlotte getting seven, getting number 17. So. Oh, you think, you think she's going to have, she thinks she's going to wait till WrestleMania to get 17. I think it'll be the, I think, I think they'll build it to that point. I mean, the girl, she could have came back at any time. She was gone for like eight months. It was. I will give her that. If she gets 17, does that mean she passes or ties everyone? Or is she tied right now with everyone? She passed every because she's at 14 and Cena and Flair at 16. 16. Remember, Ric Flair said the greatest segment in Raw history would be him and John Cena congratulating Charlotte for passing them. I and mean, I was, like, I was like, can you even get John? Uh, it depends on what you do. Can you even get him there? Yeah. Oh, well, at least he shows up for his 20th anniversary. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so it rubs me the wrong way. Then obviously Cody challenged Roman Reigns because you know there's only one person with two titles. And he said Roman Reigns could have all the names he wants, but at the end of the night, he ain't gonna be champion. So at the moment, we have Cody Roman for both titles at WrestleMania. We're 16 now. Really good match. We're 61 days away from that now because yesterday was 62. What are we thinking about that? Early on, I don't know A, who to pick, mm-hmm. and B, who's going to win. Because sometimes those are two very, very different things. Yeah. But I'm just excited to see them scrap and the, build up that storyline from now until WrestleMania. That's what I'm intrigued about. Jacob, this isn't the main event you've envisioned for two years. So how are you feeling? Oh, I'll be all right. I know. I was wrong. Uh, um, I I don't know who to bet on this match. I don't know who my prediction would be. I genuinely don't know, which is a good thing. Yes, let's be completely mm-hmm. honest. This is you're not going into this. Hey, who's going to win? Who's going to lose? You don't know. It's you know, it's it's a very gray area because you can go multiple ways with it. Great. You know, do we? Do we give it to Cody? Does uh, does the tribal chief take some time off? Mm-hmm. You know what? And I feel like it's going to be an entire bloodline falling out in one night type deal. I mean, I don't know because I imagine when the Usos lose, Roman's going to lose. Mm-hmm. That that's how I see it, you know. And then what happens after that? I I I genuinely don't know. I mean, I'm I'm good with it. It'll be fine. I'm very excited to see the buildup of it. I'm excited to see the promos and the storylines that are built with it and who says what. You know, how many times does AEW get brought up? You know, <laughs> how many times does, you know, uh, you left, started your own shit, now you want to come back because your shit was failing type deal. Like, there's so many ways you can go about this. And, you know, I'm excited. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for it. Yeah, and then just before we go into the main event with 
Bianca, who because she didn't pick Rhea, and I've always seen them as like Cena Batista, Cena Orton type rivalry thing, which they still might because they're going to be the ones mm-hmm. carrying this gener, this gener, the next generation, and all of that. She's going to need someone at WrestleMania, uh, so they're having the Elimination Chamber. They got a couple of notable ladies in there. You already got Liv in there. You already got Oscar in there. What woman would you want to see Bianca wrestle at WrestleMania who you can legitimately be like, oh, she really might lose. So you have that compellingness. So I think the four that have announced so far, Asuka, Liv, Raquel, mm-hmm. and then I forgot the fourth. I know they're having another match on next Raw. Yep. Um, with Carmella because she just returned last yep, night. Um, Nikki Cross and like two others to see who owns another spot. So then there would be one spot left. But with the four known right now, I would either want Dark Asuka because I wanted to excited to see what they do with her new gimmick and live. Yeah. Either one of those two right now, I would say I would want to see face Bianca at WrestleMania. Yeah, because you're right. Currently right now, it's Asuka, Liv, Nikki, Raquel, first, and then two other people. Winner in the Elimination Chamber, which is going to be crazy, gets the I guess a chance at WrestleMania 39. Jacob, what, who do you think? Who would you want to have face Bianca in the spotlight? Because if you look at Bianca now, her two WrestleManias where she's won this title, made a bet against Sasha Banks. Made a bend against Becky Lynch. So now she's probably going to be the one carrying the match, depending on who they pick. So who do you want her to face? First thought comes to mind is obviously Asuka. Mm-hmm. I just, because Asuka's back with her new old gimmick type deal mm-hmm. thing. Um, so I'd say Asuka. I, has Bianca faced Nikki, since Nikki went back to being like sanity, Nikki. No, I don't think so. I, think I so. honestly, I, I'd like to see that match too. I think that could be a very fun match. Nikki mm-hmm. is sanity, sanity, Nikki. I mean, I remember seeing her live up in Youngstown, and that was a fucking awesome match. That mm-hmm. was a very fun match to watch her in live. So. Dark Horse, I'd say Nikki, but realistically, I'd say Asuka. But you could run a triple threat, and I'd be okay with that, too, of, like, Bianca, Asuka, and Liv. That would be a fun match also. I, mm-hmm. I'm good with anything. But I do, I do like the idea the, of that triple threat. Yeah, I mean, you, you could do it. Uh, I mean, another idea that would be a lot of fun down the line is this Oscar versus corrupted Alexa Bliss. Mm. Mm. That'd be a very fun match. So I can see like Oscar getting the title and then having Alexa take it off her. That could be very, very fun. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All right. Since he's not here, the main event, which this I will shut well with a throw almost was like, all right, Roman versus Kevin Owens. Two years in a row, Royal Rumble match. No, at the Royal Rumble for the title. Mm-hmm. This being last, Jacob, th- and this is where I thought, all right, if Rock's coming, it's coming now, because why would you make this match last? Something is going to happen. 
Yeah, about that. <laughs> well, something <laughs> did happen. I just really thought I I just felt like this could have been the rock spot because you don't make this match last unless something big is happening. When, we all well, knew Kevin was going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was how Kevin was going to lose because initially, let's be honest, we all thought Sami Zayn was going to be in the rumble. Yeah, I mm-hmm. picked him to win. <laughs> and when we didn't see Sammy in the rumble, and you know, obviously we didn't see the rock in the rumble. I, you know, the hopes and dreams of that were, you know, completely dwindling and dying a horrible, horrible death. So <laughs> I figured, well, we have to see the turn. Sammy's going full blown bloodline, or Sammy's going full blown fuck the bloodline. So that's that when I when that came out last, I'm like that that it's one of those two. Sammy's definitely a major part of this match. Byron, when this match was last, what were your thoughts flowing through your head? I was like, I know some shit is going down. I don't know what it's going to be. Like if it's a rock, that's gonna be cool. If it's something else, I have no idea what it's going to be, but I was excited to see like how this was going to end like roman and ko put on another great match um there was a spot where it was like roman and kevin on the outside and like roman slams kevin's head against the stairs i was like holy shit are you not concussed after that (laughs) but it was it was i I was like how do you protect yourself from that because that looked i was like oh that made me (laughs) win Exactly. I'm like, holy shit. Kevin's concussed. I don't know how he's going to finish this match, but he <laughs> finished the match. Like, they put on a great match. And then after the match, like, the bloodline beat the ever living shit out of Kevin Owens. And then you get the spot of Sami Zayn. Roman's like, all right, Sami Zayn, it's your turn to fucking hit Kevin Owens with a chair. And then Sami doesn't. Roman turns his back and then Sammy just well before hit. well before that because they were hitting him and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and like Roman was gonna hit him with the because first of all to visualize they handcuffed Kevin Owens yes on both things and then they were all beat the shit out of him then Roman was like get the chair Sammy intervenes says mm-hmm. this is beneath you and all that stuff then Roman's like you're right it is beneath me so you do it and then I was like oh. So then that's when he was hesitating. You see Roman getting in his face, pushing mm-hmm. him, all that stuff. Like, do it, do it, blah, blah, blah. This, that, this, that, this, that. He kept pushing him in his face. And then that, and then, like you said, when Roman turned, he got hit with the chair. Jacob, when that moment happened, what did you think? I can do what? Roman Reigns and chairs just don't mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude got hit in the back twice, completely side betrayed, and goes down the same way. Tells it amazing. I seen that and I'm like, all right, we're finally going to get the tag team of Kevin and Sammy going after the Usos, which is that's good. I'm happy with that. That was my first thought. I'm like, all right, well, that's good. But then they just beat the shit out of Sammy Zayn. A poor guy. Like, it's like that Simpsons meme. Like, he's already dead. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, because like, the, the storytelling, that's so crazy. Because when he hit Roman, he turned around and said, I- I'm sorry. Like, the, the 
to the like rest of the bell line. Obviously, they started beating the shit on, like you said. But there was one person who did it, and that was Jay. Which I was surprised because he's hated Sammy this entire time he's been. Sammy was trying to be in the bloodline. He finally accept, accepted him at Raw 30. He was like, you know what? This is trial for Sammy Zane is bullshit. Here's all the evidence where he's actually supported us throughout the entire bloodline. And then, like, he was torn. He's like, I, I can't do this. I'm dip. I'm out. Jay was screaming, like, this, I'm your brother. You're going to choose, basically choose him over us. Like, so that's another rift in the bloodline besides Sammy turning. And then that Friday, great. too. That Friday, too, on Monday, where Roman said, I don't want to see you. Here's Sammy. Mm-hmm. And then the Usos got kicked out, and Jay called him and said, Hey, can you watch over a solo? And he's like, Yeah, I'm sure. It's like, I'll do any, you know, anything for you, yada, yada. So it's like the storytelling itself between Sammy and Jay. How Jay, like you said, was his least supporter from the beginning to then you get to the end that he is the most supportive of Sammy. And you see that maturation, especially Survivor Series is when it really like at War Games mm-hmm. and that War Games match and all that stuff. Just that, just that microcosm of Sammy and Jay's relationship changing. That storytelling has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phenomenal storytelling. So then, like, he leaves, and it's like, and people, and I was reading some people's tweets and comments and all this stuff, and they're like, yeah, Jay left because he got triggered in the fact that he remembers when Roman was pushing Sammy and doing all this stuff. That's how he used to get treated, if we remember the original Mm -hmm. part of the feud. And Mm -hmm. he's like, that was, I I was like, never again. And then he he walked out, he even tweeted, like, I'm out. I'm like, Mm mm-hmm. You see this. Not only did he tweet that, he didn't just tweet that. He then posted on his Instagram story, run it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a picture yeah. of Roman Reigns. Yep. <laughs> He's going to be like, yeah, the bloodline's falling, man. It's time for some new leadership. Like, you have a whole, because when you said they're going to go against the Usos, I was like, uh, one might be on their side. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then Jacob, I don't know if you, I, you. And then the end where you couldn't catch it because you were still in shock because they really did beat the dog shit out of Sami Zayn, like ripped his shirt, put the pedals on, like beat the hell out mm-hmm. of him. You see Roman, Jimmy, and Solo, and he told Solo, "We're at war now." Like Roman said, "We're at war. We take no prisoners." And Solo's just shaking his head. I'm like. Jacob, when you saw that clip, you're like, what did you think? Because I was like, what the hell is going on? Oh, I think it just shows the cracks in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. And we're now on the downward slope, I feel like, storyline. We've hit the arc. We're now heading down. Uh, And so, fuck, I'm excited. We're at war. All right. Yeah. Who are we at war with? Yes. <laughs> and Sammy and Jay and fucking we're at war. And I'm like, all right, we're at war. Let let's see what happens. Oh, it's it is it is really really good storyline. I mean, it's really fucking good. Let's be real. Byron, what did you think when you saw the we're at war? Bro, I was like, first off, 
Solo is the last person we need to tell we're at war because Solo will <laughs> literally fight anyone <laughs> that Roman tells him to. And I was like, then, like Jacob says, like, who are we at war with? Like, the rest of the roster is chilling. Like, Cody Rose just won the Royal Rumble. So I guess, sure, you're at war with him. And then Sammy and KO, because, you know, they're about to try to bond and take out the bloodline. But like, the rest of the roster is chilling. They haven't done anything. <laughs> Who are we at war with? <laughs> and Jacob, like you said, it, it's great storytelling. One of the best storytellers they've had in years. And now it's like mm-hmm. Fridays are must watch. At least the bloodline segments, they're must watch. Because we got to follow what happens next. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you it's must watch television. It's the road. Like wh- the Royal Rumble is the start of the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And that was such a phenomenal way to start off the road to WrestleMania. Like that, that beautiful. Fucking beautiful. We're at war. It's amazing and it's beautiful and I love it. And I don't know. Fucking I I'm, I'm I mean don't get me wrong, I won't watch solo like rip someone's head off because <laughs> I like it, but I, oh my god, fuck I'm excited. Like does does uh Jimmy and Solo run like the tag titles now? Like kind of like a free bird mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Is Paul Heyman getting in on the action? I don't know. I mean, just like at that Raw thirty where Roman Reigns said, "I have enough solo." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, Sam, you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> Jay stopped it. And we're just like, "What is happening?" And like this up and down. Like it's just been nuts. It's been the roller yeah. coaster of emotions. I'm trapped in a glass box full of emotions. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. See, the reason I picked Sammy also for Bloodline Crash, because could you imagine what the Bloodline would have been if they had the Royal Rumble winner in there and it's Sammy? Oh, that would have been that would have been wild. That I thought it would have been wild. I thought they were gonna pull the old Triple H Batista, like when Batista won the Royal Rumble and Triple H is mm-hmm. like, go to SmackDown, go take out JBL. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking shit behind their back, and Sammy finds was like, "You know what? No, I'm gonna take you out." I thought that's what, but I was wrong. But Sammy could. Jacob, do we have a scene where potentially one of those rumors is true that Roman wrestles both nights? All right, I thought about that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I and I and I hate the fact I'm going back to this. <laughs> Fucking two-year-old prediction. <laughs> but I, I I ran this scenario through my fucking mind here of mm-hmm. what if at some point the rock comes out and says, you know what? Fuck it. You're being a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm taking you out. First night. Like I, I feel like it's going to be like a, a new Japan Wrestle Kingdom type deal. Mm-hmm. Where hey, mm-hmm. well, first night we're having a match. Second night we're facing the winner of well, there for them it's the G1 for Mm-hmm. WWE, it's a, it's the Rumble. So I was like, are we going to see the Rock and Roman face off main event night one, and then the winner faces Cody night two? Have Whoa. the women Holy have the women shit. start out? Yeah, winner of that faces Cody, and uh, have the women just start it out. Mm. I mean, Whoa. if you're not if you're not going to last, go first in WrestleMania. And yeah. you, you can do that, and dude, that'd be hype as fuck. I didn't think, wow, that would be, that would also put Cody, like, really up on an even higher pedestal, because you have the Rock and Roman Reigns 
fighting for a chance to fight Cody. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's it. God, if you if they fucking pull that off, that is some of the best fucking shit ever. And not just because I'd be right in a prediction. <laughs> that genuinely would be fucking awesome. The Rock and like you said, Rock and Roman facing off for the opportunity to fight Cody Rhodes. You can see Rock come out and be like, fuck you, I'm fighting you. And Cody's like, nah, bitch. I won the Rumble. You guys can take night one. I'm taking night two. Whoever wins, come face me. I'm the real mm. champ. Do you, I do feel like now Sammy's going to have a big part in ending Roman's title reign. If he's going to low blow him in a... So I feel like Sammy's going to have a major part. What do you think to that, Byron? I... Hey, I wouldn't be mad at it. Like, during Survivor Series, I saw a tweet that was like, man, when eventually Sammy turns on the bloodline, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. I was like, no, I don't feel like Sammy's going to turn on the bloodline. I feel like the bloodline's going to turn on Sammy because they've been sowing that seed. I was like, whatever. But like when Sammy, I definitely had a much more emotional impact when Sammy turned on the bloodline instead of the bloodline turning on Sammy. So Sammy now being like a renegade trying to right the wrongs of the bloodline, I can see him interfering in that match between Roman and Cody Rose, and that's how Roman loses. And then maybe we get like a Roman versus Sammy at SummerSlam for just for shits and giggles. What do you have a scene if where they're able to turn everyone against Roman in the bloodline? Do you have a scene Ooh. where they all hit their finishers? on Roman, and then Cody finally finishes him off. What if you have a scene like that? Like, you have Roman in the middle, you have Jay on one turn, Jimmy on one, Solo in the other. They're facing I feel like Cody. Solo one turn, though. I feel like Solo You would. can convince them. Just think about Maybe. that. Because they'll be like, you Solo, you're so good. Why are you taking orders? You know, the signature. Mm. So then they, true. sooner or later, some, like, because then that makes it believable. That a dude who's held the title for is going to be almost three years in mm -hmm. is that it took it took his family and Cody to take him out. That would be some wild right. stuff. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, it, I I see where you guys are coming from, mm -hmm. but I think you're wrong on your timeline here. This okay. is what I think. All right, so I think we're getting Sammy and Roman. At elimination chamber early so in a couple I mean, weeks I, I see that happening all right because it's already in it's in montreal quebec canada hometown mm -hmm. of sammy zane hometown. sammy yeah. zane is already on the chairs they have been late he is already on like the front row the collectible chairs that like the front row gets mm -hmm. he's already on the chairs so i think we're getting that but i don't think Sammy screwing over Roman is bigger than Jay Uso screwing over Roman. Mm. I think Jay Uso hitting a low blow on Roman is more impactful, and Cody then takes the opportunity to it's then get a crossroads to mm -hmm. finish Mania. But I think the next night, Roman comes out, bloodline, get your asses out here. I want all of you out here. And they just go, all right, I've had I'm enough, I've had enough of your bullshit. And then they all do their finishers on Roman. Roman gets injured. And then he takes some time off. Let him cool down, regroup, 
do his thing, get him away from the spotlight. That way, when he does come back, it's a bigger impact for everyone. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, quickly, uh, the L7C producer has entered. He wanted to talk about this, the bloodline stuff. So, Justin, we've already ran through a whole bunch of stuff. So what do you have to say about what happened? It was just peak fiction, man. Like, you know, Oda couldn't have wrote that shit better. Kishimoto couldn't have wrote that shit better. Nigga who made Dragon Ball Z couldn't have wrote that shit better. I mean, Toriyama. I mean, it was it was beautiful, man. Like, and like I th- I felt like I saw Sami Zayn about to turn. Like, I definitely saw that coming, just like the way they're just like beating the shit out of Kevin Owens. Like, there's no way his man's from like years, like his best friend, he was gonna not like help mm-hmm. that nigga. But Jay Uso fucking ah. Uh, Jay Uso walking out the ring. That was the chef's kiss right there. That was the one. That's what that's, that's what got me. So Justin, where do you because we've talked about our stuff? I want to hear from you. Where are they gonna go with this? Man, I don't even know. I, I'm very interested to see SmackDown this week and see how the bloodline addresses Jay Uso, really. Cause like I, I saw I heard the tell in that it's probably gonna be Roman and um Sami Zayn at Elimination Chamber. I could mm-hmm. definitely see that happening, but the real thing is what they gonna do about Jay Uso because he he's part of, he's the one in the family like not down with this shit so and I don't know tag team champs <laughs> yeah yeah and then that piece too like he's one half of the tag team champions so like I don't know how all that's gonna go I definitely see um Jay and um Jimmy losing the tag title soon so yeah it was, it was definitely it was crazy like it was Justin, did the you, best uh, thing did you peep the Romans line about we're at war now. Yeah, I saw that when he was. Um, How do you feel rim. about Roman saying that we're at war now? We're taking no prisoners of solo. And he just shakes his head like this. I mean, he, he's the ultimate supervillain of the, of the WWE. <laughs> I think he's pure evil. Oh, the man had 51,000 people saying, fuck you, yeah. Roman. Fuck mm-hmm. you, Roman. It was beautiful. It was honestly peak fishing. Your favorite anime um, author couldn't have read it better. better. We agree. It. I, we taught you brought it up too. SmackDown. You can't miss SmackDown now. When exactly. The bloodlines mm-hmm. on. You can't. Exactly. Like it is must fucking see TV. Like the whole way they did it. Like and you're thinking, man. And then like our old mindset. We well, you know when Vince were in the company. Vince coming back. You mm-hmm. know how they gonna fuck this up. Mm-hmm. How they gonna, how they gonna <laughs> fuck this up? We bring Sami Zayn to the bloodline. How the fuck is this gonna go? And then everything has been good. Everything has been gold. And then just the crescendo up to this point, it was just beautiful. Hunter, keep it up. Don't let your daddy in law get near this door, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about at the beginning how under Triple H they've been having record numbers. So who knows? But Justin, anything else you wanted to add about Royal Rumble stuff since you're coming in? Like any tidbits you wanted to add about like the men's, the women's matches, any star who really I mean, caught your eye? I mean, the Royal Rumble matches were pretty much chalk. Like that's what I ended up picking on my sheet. Like it was like you knew you knew Cody was going to win that shit. Like they Not announced Jacob. <laughs> I remember Jacob said rock for two years. Yeah, for two years. He was just holding on to a bad take. Like, I don't even, I, I'm not even going to give him too much shit about that. Like, he was just literally trying to live, just hold on to a bad take. But, like, yeah, it was pretty much shocked. Like, they had just announced everyone who was going to be in that men's Royal Rumble. And you're like, Cody coming back. Like, what are these people going to do if we don't do it with Cody? 
And the same thing with the women's, like the way like Rhea Ripley has been booked up until this point, you just knew like it was going to be her. I did almost put down Bailey though. That was that would have been my other pick if I didn't pick Rhea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just pretty much chalk. I love the spot with um Jake Paul and Ricochet jumping off the um top rope, which is banging in there. Logan also, Paul. Logan Paul. Logan, Jake, God damn it, Paul. Yeah, Jake's, yeah, yeah, Paul. <laughs> Whatever Paul does, the one that don't box anymore. Yeah. That, that was a good spot. Ah, what else, man? Um, yeah, the rest I'm going to throw a hot pr- take to all y'all right now. Currently, I think the favorite to win Money in the Bank is Gunter, and he will win the world mm. title if he wins. It is in the, Money in the Bank is in the UK. I think he's going to win. It is. Gunther's gonna get pushed regardless. I don't even think he needs the money in the bank at this point. Like, well, you'll need he, it if Roman's I, still champ. If Cody doesn't think, beat him, I don't think Roman you know will be champ. Well, that's a we're going. Uh, we're going on three years now. Come on, like <laughs> this, this is this is a reign of terror we ha- we haven't seen before I, in the mm-hmm. modern era. Uh, you're true. I just I I can't believe like, it until I see someone pin him. The last dude who pinned him was 2019. It was Baron Corbin, and and I think Gunther can. Certainly be the man who ends it, but I don't think it's going. I don't. I don't think it's going. I don't think he's going to be the one to end it. I don't think Gunther necessarily needs the money in the bank because he's he's been booked so well up until yep. this point. I, like I just don't think he even needs it. Like once he loses the IC title, like he's he's in the world title picture, picture as soon as he loses it, unless he wants to go back for the IC title. Sure. In my opinion. Yeah. Jacob, you're you know, I, I I think from a future roster building standpoint. You almost have to have Cody win the Mania. Yes. Because if you take Cody to win at Mania, it shows all the people who are questioning, hey, do I want to stay in AEW? You know, where do mm-hmm. I want to go? If you look at it from that point of view and you go, well, Cody left and he went on to headline WrestleMania and win the title. So I think it's almost like a goodwill thing for wrestlers in general, trying, like possibly thinking about jumping ship. I got a question for you, Jacob. Yes, sir. You think Cody will be in this spot if he didn't tear his peck at Hell in a Cell and did that match and got all the good praise from it? Match of the year. Because I don't. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because of two things. One, like you mentioned, I have been holding on to a take for two years now, both good and bad, possibly. Uh, <laughs> So I, I don't know on that standpoint, but like, I think it might've been in the, I think this might've been the plan all along in a way. I mean, you think about it, you had the, you had the EVP of AEW, one of the pillars who have built this competition of a company and he jumped ship to come back to you. Fuck. That is a lot of fucking backstage goodwill you can do if from other wrestler standpoints if he wins which is both good and bad because you can look at it like hey he went to this other company he came back and now he won lots of bullshit i've been here the whole time and then you also have the guys who are like hey you know i thought about going to wwe yeah look what cody did yeah. and he's been presented in the main event ever since he's been back into jacob's thing especially if you have cody win at the end of 2023 I mean, once 2024 starts, which is a legitimate thing that he's using in his promos, who's getting MJF? Sure. I don't know. 
That's a whole year from now. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. You got to see what, where the land, you got to see where the landscape's at. That's a whole year from now, but for years, I know, but for years you heard the cracks at AEW and Cody was there the next year. I'm just True. saying. Also to Justin's question, I think he might've, cause I think, they were going to have him win money in a bank until before he got he injured, and then they went with Austin Theory. So I think, in a way, I think they would have him in the title picture in some capacity, because I think he definitely would have won money in the bank, because he is the one that introduced, like, I think it was, like, February. They had, the first promo was him saying money in the bank is coming. Yeah. And he was on the poster of that. And I do feel like he would have, if he didn't get hurt, he would have won Money in the Bank. And Jacob, I'm not going to lie. If Rock actually was going to be there, that's what I felt like they were going to go. Him and Co- Cody, I mean, Rock and Roman, and Cody has Money in the Bank, and he could cash in whenever I thought that was good. But things happened. Rock apparently said, mm-hmm. Yeah, I that mean. Got other shit to do. I, I, I guess. I mean, it's, it is kind of crazy when you think about it, how they were going to have this whole, the whole Samoan dynasty was going to be at Raw one night, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's not changing. That's when they officially. That's when they officially knew Rock was out. That's when they knew. Mm-hmm. That is when they knew. Well, we didn't show the Raw thirty. Yeah, because they had to change that whole thing because they were going to have uh, them all there. Mm. That's that's when they knew, and I know people were making a big deal because Rock's mom was at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, because the whole family was there besides Dwayne. <laughs> Big time, the whole or family, were, especially were with Naya there, coming were, back. Were they there oh, for nine? Yeah, yeah, all oh, forty of them. Oh, yeah, they took, they, <laughs> they took a group picture. They took a group picture. Yeah, in the back. So I don't know, man. WrestleMania is going to be super interesting. Like this road, SmackDowns must see anytime the Bloodlines on there. Sami Zayn already has new merch. Um, yeah, and also, did did you notice the, the tiny little detail in Sami's new shirt? With the duct tape. With the duct tape? Mm-hmm. Shout out to KO. Just like Kevin Owens' shirt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Pretty clever right there. They're good. They're good. Um, before we end, Justin, more quick hits for you. Do you think Rhea can beat Charlotte? I do, because Charlotte always loses and wins it back. So why not? <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Who do you, who okay. do you want <laughs> Bianca Belair to face at WrestleMania? They're having an elimination chamber for the number one contendership. I know Asuka, Carmella. Who else is in that bitch? Uh, Carmella's going to be wrestling for it, but she hasn't been a, she's going to be in it. But Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, Asuka, Nikki Cross, and Raquel are the only four confirmed right now. And maybe you can't sign Jay Cargill right now. That's the match I really want to see, but fucking Asuka. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyone else have anything to say? Oh, yeah, I do. It has nothing to do with the Royal Rumble, but I feel <laughs> like we should address it because we are a wrestling podcast. Okay. Uh, the passing of Jay Briscoe. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Holy shit. That one took everyone by. Uh, no one's seen that coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, driver swerved and hit his truck and killed him and injured his two kids. And Damn, the whole wrestling world came together for that one. That 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 shit was extremely, extremely sad. And uh, one of the things uh, that was 
going around. Uh, shout out to Tony Khan because Tony Khan booked an entire fucking jet to fly everyone to his funeral. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like I've dealt with places before where it's like, hey, I'm going to need like a couple days off. I got a funeral coming up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, we kind of need you here. Are you sure? Like, fuck yeah. off. I'm going to. This dude booked an entire fucking private jet to fly out everyone who wanted to go to Jay's funeral. Dude, that and then did an entire show, mm-hmm. an entire tribute show just for Jay. Posted it free. That way everyone can see it. It's not behind a paywall. It's not behind shit. It's on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, yeah, that- he, he fought too because for the fact that Warner, Warner, Warner yeah, weren't letting them use like Briscoe's like film shit, which, okay. But no, I agree with you, Jake. I mean, Tony Khan's a good dude. It, like those things he does really well in. Yeah, like the tragic situations, all he does very well in it's the day to day shit that he messes up. Yeah, but like losing Jay Briscoe, like that that one hurt. Mm-hmm. That that mm-hmm. one genu- genuinely, I mean, for me, it hurt. I we just me and my wife just seen him a few months ago. Yeah, at uh, House of Glory mm-hmm. Wrestling, it was just like, dude, what the hell just happened. So you know, Another, get your loved ones, yep. tell them you love them. Mm-hmm. You know. Another uh, small reminder, you can just be going to work and then that's your last day. Yeah. Um, but I would also say, too, to because this only happens in Triple H's regime. They don't say rest in peace and all stuff to Briscoe if they're under Vince. Oh, and that's out, a Trevor. fact. And that's a fact. Yeah, because they announced it during um, NXT yep. when it happened. I said RIP to um, Jay Briscoe and mm-hmm. his passing. I was like, that's that's big because you're right. If it's Vince, we don't even hear the word Jay Briscoe at all on WWE TV. Um, well, with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the LSMC podcast. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're going to have more of the WrestleMania cards soon, and then we'll be previewing WrestleMania um, in about a, yeah, two months from now. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you for all who like, rate, all that stuff. Listen on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, all that jazz. We greatly appreciate y'all. And Cody Rhodes and Rhea. Cody from the L7C, finish the job, man. Take them out. With that being said, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.